You guys can grab your seats. <laughs> I reckon we might. I just I believe in imparting. There's just something about imparting. If you are an evangelist, then uh, you should just have a goal of how many people you're going to bring to church each month or each week or what it is and there's a team that Keegan leads stand up Keegan so everybody knows who you are Keegan leads his team you can encourage one another which is awesome if you're new and you're wondering what the heck is going on I get it I'm praying in tongues a lot up here that's a heavenly language that God gives me that I don't understand what I'm saying but it's a language that speaks direct to God exactly what I need to be saying in, in, in the spiritual realm right now. You'll feel the sense of fire and power that's in the room. That's because the Holy Spirit's here tonight and He likes you. Whatever your background, He's not just fond of good Christian people. He likes you, whatever your background is. He's got great plans for you. I want us just to take, I'm going to take five or ten minutes here right now to have a look at a, a scripture in Acts chapter 8. Uh, Acts chapter 8, and we're just going to put it straight up there if we can. It's in Acts chapter 8. It's about a guy called Philip. Philip is a, uh, what in the New Testament is called a deacon. Uh, he, we discover him in Acts chapter 6 when the apostles or the church is blown up. It's gone crazy. It's so big that they, they, they're spending their time waiting on tables and looking after um, the social needs and pastoral needs of this massive church. And so they said, we, ca we shouldn't do this, the, the leaders. We need to give ourselves to prayer and ministering the word. So let's appoint some deacons. And so they appointed seven deacons who were filled with faith and filled with the Holy Spirit. And one of them's name was Philip. And Philip was an evangelist. And so persecution, and, and there was another was called Stephen, and, and these guys, they did practical things in, in, the, in the church, but they also moved in signs and wonders. They like wore the steward's shirts on Sunday, and then they saw people saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and miracles on Monday to Saturday. I don't know how that worked, but they, they did both. Don't ever let anyone tell you you're either, you either do spiritual stuff or practical stuff. There's a, you can do both. And so these guys were doing both practical things and spiritual things. And persecution comes on the church, and so they get scattered. And Philip goes up to Samaria, which is north of Jerusalem. It's down the mountain of Jerusalem. He goes north. And a move of God breaks out in Samaria so, so radical that, that sorcerers are amazed at the power. And they end up sending uh, Peter and John to Samaria because of this revival that's going on to check out what's happened through Philip because he's an evangelist and everyone's getting saved. And then they go and pray for everyone to get filled with the Holy Spirit. Well, in the middle of this revival of radical stuff and salvations and water baptisms and people getting filled with the Holy Spirit, this happens. This is where this is where this is where we pick it up. Acts eight twenty six it says, "Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza.' All right, so he's been up north in Samaria. Now he's going down south of Jerusalem." to literally a desert road. There's no villages on this road. It goes directly from Jerusalem down to Gaza. And there, there's, there's no real reason that you would go there unless you're just traveling from Jerusalem to Gaza. But he goes there. And it made me think as I read this, that so often Sundays is revival, but Mondays feels like a desert. 
Maybe your workplace feels like a desert. Maybe your school that you go to and you're the only Christian in your class, maybe that feels like a desert. Maybe your street where you, you spend most time in your neighborhood, you're, you're the only, it just feels dry and hard. And it's like Sundays are awesome. I can't wait till Sundays. I can't wait to get there because there's such a, something amazing going on. But the rest, the, the, you know, the rest of where I hang out feels like a desert. This is, this is a, a word for you. God, uh, this is a word to tell you tonight that so often God positions us in a place that doesn't look that exciting because he wants us to have influence in that place. I believe that many of you in this room and many of us are positioned for influence. And so Philip started out and on his way, he met an Ethiopian eunuch, Ask uh, a friend later on what that means. An important official in charge of all the treasury of the Kandake, which means queen of the Ethiopians. Okay, uh, Candace is the, is the translation in other versions. It literally, it's like Pharaoh. It's not the name of somebody. It's the queen of Ethiopia. So it's like Pharaoh. Uh, uh, it's, it's a general title. It's the queen. And Ethiopia is ruled by a queen, power of the women. It's ruled by a queen. And so uh, he is her uh, important official in charge of all the money. He's the treasurer of the nation of Ethiopia. They believe that that... that Ethiopia had converted to Judaism and so he was allowed to go to Jerusalem to celebrate a feast and he's on his way home. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship. Next verse. And on his way home was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. I want you to get this. He'd gone to this road without realizing why he's going to that place. And sometimes God positions you, you know you're where He wants you, but you don't really know why He wants you there. And sometimes you've just got to wait and trust God. Why am I working in this place? Why am I in this season? Why am I in this, this school? Why am I in this uni? Why, why it seems hard and it seems dry, but I felt like God wanted me to be in this place. Well, God's got some divine appointments and divine connections for you. If you can just keep walking with the Holy Spirit, even tonight while we're here, I'm believing the Holy Spirit is going to talk to some people about a little bit of the why you are where you are right now geographically and even spiritually. And so Philip ran up to the chariot and he heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. There's, there's probably, you know, a part of the reason God's got them in this isolated place is so it's not an obvious moment for the Ethiopian's sake. He's covering what's about to happen. Do you understand what you're reading, Philip asked. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. I love this. This guy's hungry, but he needs someone to explain He's hungry for God. He's got an ache in his heart for something. He's gone, he's gone to church, but that hasn't fixed his ache. Because all of us have an ache that's deeper than just church. It's an ache for relationship with God, and there's an ache in his heart. I love this expression. He says, how can I, how can I unless someone explains it to me? We run alpha courses in our church. It's one of our primary strategies of explaining Christianity to people. I would encourage every, every person who came up here and got prayed for, get into Alpha. Just, just do a course if you've never done it so that you've got an understanding of what it is. Get your head around it because Alpha will be your best friend. I remember talking to an evangelist who many of you might will know who's spoken in our church called Nicola Gibb. And I said, Nick, 
uh, you, you really should get into Alpha. We'd love you to help us even in our C3 churches. She said, oh no, I'm an evangelist and Alpha wouldn't really work for me. And I'm like, no, no, it's awesome. It helps you explain stuff. You, if you can just get people in that room, it'll help you. And she's like, no, no, I'm, I'm, my, I'm used to my way. A year later, she rang me back and said, uh, I should have. I listened to you. I got into Alpha. I'm now the Alpha director for C3 at Oxford Falls. Uh, I love it. I've brought so many of my friends to do this Alpha course. It's been such an easy thing to get into. So every every Go team member, you need to get in get into one of the courses. They run every every six or eight weeks, right? You, you don't have to run it. Just go and get a feel for it, so you can bring your friends to it. Uh, can I encourage every one of us when you bring someone to church, it, it doesn't stop at that moment. That's the beginning moment. Uh, go on the journey with them. Do an alpha course with them so that how can I understand it unless someone explains it? Well, you mightn't be confident yourself explaining things, but you can put people in an atmosphere where it's easier for it to be explained. And whether it's at youth on a Friday night, whether it's a Sunday afternoon, or whether it's through the week, that, that, that's our primary strategy. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Okay, he's in the chariot now. And this is the passage of Scripture the eunuch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb before its shearer is silent. So he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, this is talking about Jesus, a prophecy about Jesus hundreds of years before he came. He was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. Next verse. The eunuch asked Philip, I love this, tell me please, who is the prophet talking about? Himself? Or someone else talk about the perfect question what's going on here I've I've got this interest and I've got this need and I need to understand it can you help me I, I believe this while we pray for people God is setting them up for divine moments God is stirring in people's hearts even now that you and I don't know but he's preparing them so that we can meet them and they can ask us these questions. There's, there's got to be something more. There's got to be something else. And he wants to use us for this. The next verse. Oh, there it is. Sorry. Then Philip began with that very passage of Scripture. He began with that very passage of Scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. Here's the thing. We're going to start where people are at. What's the question in their heart right now? Your friends who aren't in a relationship with Jesus. There's no sense trying to shove something down their throat until we work out where are they at. We had some friends over who, who were on our prayer list recently for a meal. And where they, the, the husband, five million miles away, don't talk to me about church. Just being, I could feel his nerves just being in a pastor's house. It was awesome. But his wife, his wife is fascinated. She's a youth worker. And so she just, she's asking us all about, I do youth work and these kids are so hopeless and I want to take them home and I want to help them, but I can't. What, is, what does the church do? Like, that's where she's at. So we have a great conversation about what happens at church. And we didn't go, you know, we get them filled with the Holy Spirit and baptized in water. No, we're just like, no. And we told them some stories about young people whose lives were on a road to destruction. But they've come along to church and, and we, didn't, we didn't even say, and Jesus changed their life. We just like, we dialed it down. It's like, and it's amazing what being in church has done for them. It's just starting with where people are at. I reckon all of us, God will lead us to people who are on a particular point in their journey. And if you can find out where they are at that journey, you can be a part of the, the conversation that takes them. Just one more step. 
You don't have to take them from minus 10 to zero with one big belt of your Bible. Just, just a conversation, just a credible person helping people move closer to Jesus. And that's what Philip was. He started where he's at. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, look, here is water. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? Obviously, Philip had told him, repent and be baptized is how you become a Christian. It's how you discover the life that God's got for you. And right there, in, right there and then, they jumped out of that chariot. Found, apparently, there's not much water on this road between Jerusalem and, and Gaza. It's a desert road. Again, God's perfect timing. We just happened to go past some water. I love it how there are so many just happened moments. When you're cooperating with God, it just so happened that I heard this on the radio. Just so happened that I met this, uh, that I met this other Christian. God is the perfect God of coincidences. God incidences, we call them. When you pray, coincidences happen. Right now, I want us to close our eyes. You don't have to be an evangelist for God to use us just got to be open and I'm asking Holy Spirit as we're as we're seated in this room and there's a power in this place to be witnesses who's on your radar for us to invite the church next week with Duncan Armstrong to invite to Easter who's on the radar for us just to have in our home for a meal or do something social with Why have you positioned us in that workplace, in that school, in that neighborhood, in that playgroup? Why have you positioned us? Open our eyes to see it right now. God's positioned you for a purpose. And on the other end of your boldness and obedience is someone's transformation. I want you to think right now. Let the Holy Spirit show you who to invite to church, who to bring the next couple of weeks, just who to keep investing in. Because His power is here for that. Fantastic, fantastic. Who's thinking of someone right now? God's showing you someone. Just put your hand up. God's showing you someone. Fantastic. So many people. So many people. In a moment, I'm going to get Dan Frecker to come on up here. He's going to lead us in an opportunity to make a connection with God for the first time if you've never done that. He's going to give us that opportunity to connect to God. And His presence is here to touch you as you make that decision. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dan.